and noticed are... that this time it gave me the option of leave recording or got it when it said that it was recording. That's instead of okay, it, it made it got it to make it more. The amount personable. of like infatuation you have with how the meeting starts recording is, I think, probably about thirteen percent of our entire podcast uh, that we've but, done. Why would I mean they switched okay to got it as if I'm supposed to be like, oh, you're my friend, Zoom meeting. You're a real person. Yeah, like, dude, you Zoom do not is pass the Turing test. Zoom is like yeah. your neighbor. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And here we are on hot property. <laughs> I'm glad you tried to go into that. My name yeah. is Dan Scully. My name is Steve Richards. Today we have a special, very a very spe- a special very guest. Um <laughs> He varies from time to time from regular a regular boy and a bitch boy. Uh, he's he's a high school friend of mine. And his name is Joe Augustine. Welcome, Joe. Hello, hello. Yes, that's true. I am a bitch boy. Yeah. We'll uh, get into what. Well, why don't we start I was with gonna that? Ask, yeah. yeah. Why can we please clarify what the difference is between being a regular boy and a bitch boy in this context? Because I think I have an understanding just in general parlance, but I would love to know the story behind this. So I'm gonna wow, I'm yes. refer to Joe. He's the expert. He's the bitch boy expert. <laughs> so you know it can be good or bad, really. It could. Um, sometimes you can triumphantly be like, "Hey, I'm a bitch boy." Um, it can it can really go. You know, it can go either way. Um, what situation would would it be triumphant to say, "Hey, I'm a bitch boy"? Like, what situation would like would you might say something up? like, "Wow, I just bitch boyed those bitch boys." Okay, I, like, you know what? You really, you really gave him what's for. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You gave him a stern talking to. But and the then, people you bitch boyed were also bitch boys, but that was in like a negative connotation. You know, that's okay. why they got bitch boyed. Fair enough. Now, yeah. Steve, now, when he was referring to you as sometimes bitch boy, sometimes not, did you take that as triumphant or derogatory? You know, that was great for me. I, uh, <laughs> I think I might add heart palpitations because I wasn't, I was, I'm like, damn, am I a bitch boy? I feel like questioning whether you're a bitch boy is a total bitch boy move, but like Absolutely. embracing you that you're it. a bitch boy is a total bitch boy move. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I get it. 100%. You're a bitch boy and it's going too far and you know it oh don't matter anyway. Dude, Wait, did, random, or did you tell him about this? I did not. I did not tell him about this. I did not tell him about this at all. You had to I understand that. that this was going to happen. I, I do that. I think I love. I you, do man. that as well. Aww, so thanks. Joe and I, Joe and I have a standing date. I would call it um, every week to play. Call yeah, we're real gamers. We're gamers. And, oh, zombs. and we'll be uh, like going around shooting zombs, and I'll just start singing. I'm a bitch boy. And if he's be good and like it, like so, it's funny that you just started singing that. I think you gotta understand though. If you introduce anything that rhymes with itch and then is followed by a gendered pro, uh, gendered noun, yeah, uh, it's gonna. It, I'm going to have to just re- revert to Hall and Oates, rich girl. That's just yeah. No, that's you're just totally a fact right. of life. It's got. I didn't realize. Tempo is like that's what I was doing. But you're right. The, the reason it works so well is because it rhymes with itch and there's a gender. Uh, qualifier at the end yeah like i i also use that song to sing about my dog and my cat yeah what's do you do you have like cat and dog names that that tie into that or is it just one of those no no so like well teddy is my dog and he has like a bunch of different nicknames and i'll be like for instance he's a dead queen 
and he's just a baby, and he's just a little tiny boy. You know, I love it. Like that. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> and then Shadow's my cat, and I'll be like, she's a baby, and she's so damn sweet, and I know that I love her so. Everyone knows that she's just a baby. You know, shit like that. Oh, it's incredible. I have one. This isn't even a parody of a song, but it's a song that I sing about. I have a uh, a cat named Doris and a rabbit named Juniper. And so I found myself randomly singing the other day. <clears throat> I was like, who's the cutest cat in town? It's Doris. That's who. Who's yes. the stinkiest bun around? It's Juniper. He's blue. Because he's all like right. that blue gray. And yeah. so I found myself singing that all day one day. And um and I love it. It's their theme song. You've gotta you've gotta cut together like an IG uh story video about like make a theme song about uh your animals with that with that tune to it. I mean I, mean, I yeah, feel like, I, I I feel like the three of us together would be an unstoppable collaboration, you know? Oh yeah. Steve, are you ready? Hit me BB one more time. Can you nah, work with that? I, I with tried BB? I tried that one. Oh, BBBB, um, you are the. No. Oh my God, that's all yeah. hanging fruit. That's I mean, good. I mean, Come on. Whatever. So you're saying that's too good? It's too easy. She's already got her own theme song, and it's to the. You like be my little BB. Anything with the, anything with the word baby, baby in it? Be I can go, my I can go baby. Justin now. Bieber. Oh, oh, oh. I, I can go Justin Bieber. BBBBB. Oh, I could do that if I wanted to. Yeah, sure. But I don't because I have integrity. I have integrity. I make up my own songs to different tunes. Sure. Can you you pull one out for us? Yeah, I sing to the tune of um, the Candyman Can from Willy Wonka. Okay. And I sing to her, who's a pretty princess? (laughs) Who's a pretty girl? Who is the prettiest girl in the whole world? The BB girl. And that's my song for her. The BB girl. Oh, that's a pretty good one. That's a good one. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm into it. She likes it. She just walked in. (laughs) Dude, I love when that happens. Whenever I sing about them, they come come to me. They want to hear the songs, dude. They want to hear it. She just walked in, turned around, went back into the room with the AC in it. So... Okay. I kind of think well, of you one. Stop performing that, too, to be fair. Yeah. You stop. What would be the song yeah. that I would sing for you, Steve, if you were my pet and you came sauntering into my room? But I can't, I, I have nothing. Yeah. The only thing I have in my head is like, Steven on a jet plane, but you're not on a jet plane. So it doesn't have any contextual, uh, you know, I, it doesn't track. I like really get scared about the i'm kind of taking a left turn here but not really i I really get terrified of the idea of bringing a pet on a plane because of all the horror stories that i've heard even when you have them in the cabin which i know i feel like my animals would have a heart attack and die bb would not be cool in the cabin she would be like freaking the fuck out and and i'd be terrified to leave her in the in the stowaway compartment because who the fuck knows what goes on down there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've seen yeah, Executive dude. Decision. Yeah, That's dude. where action movies happen. Yeah. Bless you. Right. What if there are snakes down there? Jesus Christ. And oh my Santa God. is not on this flight. Yeah. You're fucked. What if Steven Seagal is trying to, like, crawl up from another plane, and that and plane just... detaches, and he gets okay. blown into the fucking This air. is perfect. And now it's up to Kurt Russell. Yeah. Steven Seagal, this is great. Steven Seagal is an example of a bitch boy. But when it's bad, 
Like, yeah, that's true. Bad. <laughs> and you like, know what? I think it's doubly bad because he thinks that he's like the best of the good triumphant bitch boys. Exactly. Yes. He thinks, yes. Now, Kurt Russell is a bitch boy, but I'm I'm talking like he knows what the fuck he's doing type yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, Kurt Russell might be my favorite actor because there is nobody, nobody on the planet, especially in the realm of action cinema, that that isn't afraid to be the butt of the joke the same way he is not afraid to be the butt of the joke. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's having so much fun all the time. He's the bitches boy. Yeah. And you know what yeah. I was t- you know what I said the other day is like, I don't know why I'm holding scissors. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was rather like foreboding. About. <laughs> I'll join you. <laughs> I've got so much shit on my desk. It's like I just like I fidget and I pick things up and it just happened to be scissors. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. You guys both saw Captain Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yes. So I will like Wyatt Russell plays fake Captain America in that. No, in I have that to get show. scissors now because I will. Yeah, go get some scissors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's right, we're, doing waiting Joe, we're waiting for Joe to get scissors. We're the scissor boys now. <laughs> the scissor boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cut all right, property. All, I did not run with them. I just walked. Oh, very nice. All right, everyone, everyone cut your scissors. Down. Cut with your scissors. This is the weirdest bit we've ever had on this fucking podcast. Scissor solo. Um, so oh, what solo. I was saying was, I will never be able to unsee Wyatt Russell as anything but bitch boy Captain America. Yeah, the way his ears stick out of that helmet yeah. is, is comical. And, and I think they did that on purpose to make him yeah. look kind of like a bitch boy. Um, like no matter, I know, and I know, I already know what franchise is going to go into next and like make an appearance in, and he's going to die there. And it's, he's going to be in the Fast franchise for sure. Yeah, he could they, be. When they bring him fast in, it's going to be Yeah. When they bring him in, it's gonna be like, oh, no, that's not. Uh, when when fucking... does that end? When when are we no longer furious or like I, we're not dude, fast, fast and anymore? Furious will outlive us all. It's well, it's it's greenlit through ten, and nine comes out in like two or three weeks. It's greenlit through and this, ten. And like you know, I'm not trying to be a hater because you know I've enjoyed them. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, you know, anything with I'm gonna I'm probably not gonna say his name right, but you know, he's Harris. a hot dude. Idris Elba, okay, oh, yeah. he can do oh, whatever yeah. he wants. All right, and it's gonna you know, be. He's not really his, in the Fast franchise, though. He was in and the, his entry blue. Yeah, Hobbs his entry sucks. Hey, man, don't talk like that about him. Okay, I'm not talking about him. I'm that talking was the about best the one in, in the in the series. What I heard. It is. It's a spinoff. It was a uh, Fast and Furious. No, I, I didn't. I just love that guy. I just <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's fantastic. Or Idris Elba. Um, the um. Yeah, I think Wyatt Russell probably show up there. I can't separate him from my first introduction to him was in that movie. Everybody wants some. I want some called. of what? It was well, it's it's the it's the the spiritual sequel to Dazed and Confused. It's Richard Linklater. It's a great movie, Steve. You would you would love it. And he plays like a college guy who is like the cool with like wise college guy who knows everything about music and gets stoned and like they come to find out he's just like 35 and never moved away from college it's one of those and kinds of things killed somebody with captain america's shield no it's it's a very lovely movie there's no violence in it. Oh. he's an og bitch it's, boy. it's very funny he's, a bitch boy. he's very much a bitch boy in it but he's not like a bitch boy in it but he's um, the og he's like he's the OG. He's, he, yeah he's the, the olive garden movie. bitch boy uh, wow there you go yep yeah. yep when you're here, and then again, and that ties back into Fast and Furious is when you're here, your family. Yeah, totally. When you're here, your yeah. family. That's right. 
You know, the advanced um, reviews from China. John Cena's best friend. John China's best friend. Um, John China. Uh, the advanced reviews from his home country uh, are really good. Apparently, Fast 9 is a ton of fun. I can't. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't make any money because John Cena was like, oh, Taiwan's a country. And China's like, eh. And he yeah, was like, I'm, a, so- I'm sorry, crazy, my overlords. Dude. I know. That was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. But our I'm movie. Gonna, industry, I felt kind of bad for him, dude. I feel bad. Oh, well, because he, he was stuck in a he was stuck in a rock and hard place. Because like I, you know, he's uh he's stuck. Like if China says that Fast Nine can't play there because of something he said, then that movie is no longer in the green in terms of uh of making a profit. China's like yeah. the huge audience for that. So like he had to do that. But man, what a fucking bitch boy move. Oh, <laughs> that was just that was one of those things that I watched. And I'm watching. John, John China apologizing in Mandarin to the CCP for calling Taiwan a country. I was like, we live in a clown world. And yeah. this is like, this is some serious bonkers bananas clown world shit. That blew my mind. That, that was one of those things that broke me. But also at the same time, I was just like, bring on the circus. This is insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't speak Mandarin. Honestly, throughout all this, I was more, I was like, damn, bro, he speaks that shit good. Yes, that, that yes, was like my real. takeaway. That yeah, was, was my like, takeaway. Who's talking? I don't see anybody in this video. It's a John Cena can't joke. See, he can't see John Cena. Why? I don't know. That's, that's his, his thing. thing. I don't follow wrestling. I just know that's one of his things. Oh, He's like, you can't see me, and I'm like, but yeah, you're same like here. I mean, you know, you're huge. I, I, I'd have to be in a different room Joe's, not to see you. Joe's eyes perked up with panic because we were having technical difficulties at the beginning of this, and he was like, "Wait, you can't see me anymore." <laughs> That that is exactly what happened. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> um. Uh. So speaking of the next Marvel iteration, apparently Loki, I haven't seen it yet, is getting rave reviews. Neither. Yeah, I have access to the first two episodes right now as what? a critic. Yes, I haven't watched them yet because I haven't. Yeah, had let time. me get those codes, dog. They're not. Unfortunately, they're Please. not codes. It's the kind of thing where We're, it's like programmed to my television. Oh, fuck. Because you get they're to very watch big stuff and like tell people about it. That's yeah, I'm a, I'm a critic. He can watch stuff, and then he he can't tell anyone about it until the uh, what do you call it? The, paid. Uh, embargo. You get paid to do that. Yeah. I don't get paid to do it, but I I mean I, I get paid in that I have not paid to watch a movie in like five six years. Okay, um, that that is cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's one you write way too one... much. You spend you spend way too much of your time writing about movies that you never wanted to see in the first place until you start until companies start noticing and go, You write about stuff. Can I send you this movie? And then, you know, and now I just have like, you know, my my inbox just for uh screeners and stuff from from distributors and things like that. That's cool. And so are you saying, are your reviews, are they, are they like, do you like to do like fuck this movie type reviews or like, I'll do anything. I mean, it depends on the publication that I'm writing for. Um, I tend to be goofy about it, but I, I also like to, to, you know, approach them from a clinical sense and try and okay. talk about what I liked and didn't like. Um, but it depends. So it's like, a fair, I wrote a review of that. I wrote a review from where, where I, in the review, I was having a battle with my own personal venom that was trying to get me to eat my rabbit. 
And so that happened. But I also yeah. have done reviews where, you know, where it's just me talking very clinically about a movie. It is what it is. But as it were, I have the first two episodes of Loki on deck and I'm going to have to watch them. I'm so jealous you get to watch two of them and I only stick with stupid one of them tonight. Oh, yeah. It comes out tonight That's anyway. I, yeah, see, dude, I like to let them stack a little bit. That's the yeah, thing. Joe, I, I'm you can't let this on one stack because I got to talk to you about it, dude. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> I won't. I won't let it stack, but I do like to let them stack. Like, I'm, I'm probably not going to watch until like Sunday. So, so I, I like a good three stack on a show that's that what has, I like. It's like binge, but you get a good three stack because then you can sit down and bang out like a 90 minute to two hour block where it's like, oh, this is a cool. Like, I did that with um, with WandaVision. I watched almost the whole series in a day. It was great. With Winter I Soldier, too, but I, I went I like four or five episodes. You do what? I did that also. I didn't watch anything until the whole series was out. Mm. Um, but I like didn't mute any of like Marvel stuff. Uh, okay, so you got spoiled. But just towards the end, dude, and you know, um, really, they they would promote it every other episode, but like the last three, for whatever reason, they started just like like throwing out spoilers and i was just like what the fuck but i made a comment like after the initial one it was one of the like it's it's uh lydia right what's her name Catherine hans character the it was it was what's her face all along yeah what was her name agatha Agatha, Agatha, that's it um so that was like that was the tweet and i was like are you fucking well obviously so agatha's the villain right yeah yeah, yeah. So i'm like god damn it dude and so i commented something stupid under it i was like okay way to spoil your show and someone was like your fault for not muting and like actually a bunch of people like just started bombing me and i understand the sentiment but i also don't know when like it became cool to just like like up until that point, they had promoted the show flawlessly, no spoilers at all. Yeah, You'd be like, hey, tune in to the next episode. And like, that's cool, man. And I will say, as someone who's sometimes on the receiving end of advanced episodes of things, there's always very, very specific language where they say, we are trying to maintain a spoiler-free env- environment. Do not ruin it for anybody else. And oftentimes, a distributor email will have a block of text that you can't read unless you highlight it that contains what they consider to be a spoiler. Okay, so that's that, cool. if I go to write about it, I know what I can and can't include. So yeah, that is a little disappointing that an official account I straight do, up just drop it. I do have the answer for this. I, I forgot where I read it, but it was uh, a guy's uh, or a person's opinion article about because like I, I noticed that when we were watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would sign on to Instagram like around five or six the next day p.m. And there would be like a pivotal scene from the previous episode as like the the hook to get people to watch it. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like I think that they're trying to foster an environment where this is like the new water cooler show, right? Where yeah, you have right, you right. have to keep up with it. And that's why I'm telling you, Joe, you got to keep up with it. You have to keep up with it. Otherwise, it will be spoiled for you by either the internet or your best friend who you trusted. And you said, Stephen, please don't spoil it for me. And then he spoiled it for you anyway. No, I agree. I, know, I, I, do I think know that, I trust you if I really asked you. 
them taking the option in the world of streaming to do a weekly release, I think, is indicative yeah. of exactly what you're saying. And, oh, and totally. honestly, it and is fun. I do like that. Um, I but do I also think, think cool that too. in a world of streaming, there's there should be... I've always said, like, if something drops, it's it is the... It behooves the potential spoilee to right. avoid getting spoiled. I think that is totally. the potential spoilee's responsibility. But I also think that there's a little bit of wiggle room for someone who holds the spoiler information to be a little judicious about it. You know, like respectful, I, so, I would say. Yeah, respectful. So like, my, so my argument. So so my argument to these to these people who were like, it's your fault, basically. Which, you know, on some level, I got to take ownership for that as a spoilee. I, but here was my mindset. I, would, so, I wouldn't say you were a spoilee. I would say that you were a bitch boy. I was a bitch boy. So, yeah. um, not spoilers, here, bitch here boy. My, here's my line of thinking for the whole thing. Bitch boy. I, <laughs> I watched Game of Thrones like years after it initially released. Never heard about the Red Wedding or anything. A what? Um, Nothing. So <laughs> never I watched uh, The Walking Dead really, really late. Also never heard like major crazy spoilers throughout that show. Um, I think I waited till like season five or some shit to start watching that. Oh, I just I, um, I dropped that's off. That's weird. At, I stopped at after point. the first episode of season two. I was like, this is yeah. terrible. I stopped at six. I mean, I they stopped sense, at but one. I honestly believe that I will at some point. What I uh, what I've been doing is I look up what happens on Wikipedia and I keep up with it that way because I don't. I do, I don't do that from time to time to like to like remind myself like if I really want to go back or not. Yeah. So I like vaguely know what's happening in that show. Um, but listen, listen back back to this one thing. So I follow Marvel. I wasn't following like specifically the show, right? I was following like Marvel in general because I like to hear about like comic books they released or like whatever, like upcoming, like animated things they might be doing, stuff like that. Um, video games, et cetera. But anyway, I've followed them like for a long time. And seriously, this was the first time that like that happened to me. Uh, so I was just surprised, you know, and that's my yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised because what, like the Disney machine is such a well-oiled machine that like I there was a point over the last two days where I because I'm only on Instagram really for social media I really regretted following um because I follow the Marvel account the official Avengers account I follow Tom Hiddleston I follow like Chris Evans I follow Robert Downey Jr. I follow all of the like the actor Avengers and they're all so like every third or fourth like scroll that i would go through is literally another ad for loki and i was like i get it all right you guys sold me on loki i'm going to watch it please leave me the fuck alone i will get the shakes if i do not see this show you need to put a single commercial in front of me (laughs) i am aware you've been consumed and and for a decade yeah you know <laughs> they got me more hooked for loki not like i i can give a shit if it's about loki i just love that owen wilson is now yeah. part of the mcu yeah he's awesome dude he's the he's man like, i really wow, hope you've got that... so many cool powers wow i really hope that like it gets fucking weird like wandavision did oh yeah because like i wonder like how these series though act as like a sideline trade paperback 
Yeah. Just like a 10 issue paperback, six, six issue paperback. And like, I think WandaVision I would, I would really bet, felt like that. I would bet oh, yeah, a lot totally. of money that like that was their mentality going into this phase four stuff. Oh yeah. Is that let's, let's make a couple of side issues that will like propagate the rest of where we're going with the universe. But I love it because it bridges the gap between all these stories too. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. really well crafted, man. And the fact that Disney has them all like listed chronologically now, like in the order in which they happen. Yeah, um, that's like, very cool. Well, dude, it's so awesome. And I would like it's to- mind blowing what they've done. And every new step really is kind of just like the frontier. Like this is an experiment that continues yeah. to move forward as a new thing, at least in terms of, of cinema. It's every new step is a gamble and it's amazing how consistent it's been overall. Yeah. Um, I would like to do a little, a little exercise, a round table exercise right now, real quick that yeah. I just thought of. Sure. Uh, let's go around and make each a bold prediction about what's going to happen in Loki overall. I'll start with my example, which is I think we're going to see fucking Cameo Central. I think we're going to oh, see yeah. a lot of fucking. I think RDJ is going to come back for a bit. Cap's going to come. Or Chris Evans is going to come back for a bit. We're going to see Ruffalo. We're going to see like all the original Avengers. I'm. Pre- I'm I guarantee you, ScarJo's in there somewhere because they're going to try to yeah. bolster they Black Widow for, for July. Um. But I think that there's going to be, we're going to be fucking up because because it's all about time travel. I think we're going to be, yeah, that's true. Up to our fucking necks and cameos. Yeah, because yeah, now that it's going to be like, you know, they're bringing in the multiverse, they're bringing in all the Spider Men's. Yeah. Is it Spider Man's or Spider Men? I, I, we got to pick one. Spider Man. Spider Man. Okay. Spider-Man. Let's bring in Spider-Man. all the different yeah. Spider Persons. It's Abe, um, Abe Spider Man, the Jewish one. My prediction is going to be the same prediction that I had for WandaVision that didn't come come true. I think this is going to be the first time that we see a piece of newly acquired IP, be it an X-Men, be it just the term mutants overall. Um, oh, you were so close to in- WandaVision too until they fucked you over on that until one. Until they fucked me over. <laughs> I really do think though, like maybe Reed Richards shows up and we, fi- we find out who our new Reed Richards is. Um, yeah. that's, that's my big prediction is that one of the new pieces of IP is just going to flash in real quick. I'm into that. Yeah. And then and the millennium like WandaVision, Falcon. well, you were so close to WandaVision and then right at the last like 15 minutes, they really turned you into a bitch boy. Yeah, they really did. But they were being bitch yeah. boys about it. If I, if I, they were, they were being bitch boys. They were. They were. <laughs> if they didn't want to be a bitch boy, the bitch boy move would have been to be like, Okay, we're mutants. Whoa, oh man, yeah. that would have been insane. But and I, every, I really now thought this that was been... the window because she's canonically related to Magneto. So I thought yeah. that was kind of the way to go. Right, but, yeah, yeah. You know, On what further thought do? though, I think that if making Evan Peters Quicksilver was going to be canon, then you have to have... Now I love First Class as a yeah. movie. I loved it. But having the entire first class timeline be canon in the MCU, I think would have been a huge mistake. It's a, it's a miss. They would have to just be like, listen, it right up front, be like, multiverses, that's like a far away multiverse. Yeah. Leave it be. But I, okay what I do that. like is that it suggests that Agatha is a fan of the X Men movies, which is why she's a villain. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. She must be a fan. She, she she's has watched. to be. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for bold predictions for Loki? Oh yeah. Um, I am kind of predictionless because I it takes place like right after the attack for New York, and I'm I'm thinking it's just gonna like kind of show us why 
like Loki kind of be- becomes good, you know. He goes from being a bitch boy to, to being like, a bitch. Kind of, you know, <laughs> more a like Thor's type of bitch boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little. Well, bit. That's the thing. But, like, so that's that's something I, I keep forgetting is that it takes place right after the Battle for New York. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Well, because in Endgame, when he takes the Tesseract and leaves, that he's we're going to find out where he goes. Right. Yeah. Which I and like that. I think that's... I like that, nice. but then we we lose all of that other Loki timeline character building that we went through and where he did turn into a good guy at the end. Yeah. So we have, like, evil Loki. Also, by the way, my scissors turn into uh, Loki knives. Whoa. Uh, mine just cut paper. Yeah, mine too. Mine suck. Here's the thing about Loki, though. One, Loki's the god of mischief. (laughs) And outside of, I think, Thor 2, he's not really mischievous. He's just kind of an emo little bitch. So I want to see him be mischievous. Two, if we all remember correctly, I don't know what studio owns the mask, but it is the spirit of Loki that is in the mask that possesses Jim Carrey when he becomes the mask. Oh, I would love to see the mask become canon. <laughs> Somebody stop me. I, I would love to see it happen. This. Wouldn't it be amazing this. if yeah. we could somehow edge Son of Mask out while we do it? That's fine. Um, but, you know, keeping Mask in there would be pretty pretty legit. Um, so I will say this. I'll do another quick quick prediction, and then we should get into some stupid questions because I, I want Joe to experience this. Um so there is definitely def like even just looking back at the trailer. Do you guys know the story of DB Cooper? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I know the story that's of like tied Cooper? in somehow. Yeah. Negative. So this there's this whole like legend of DB Cooper who um stole like twenty thousand uh, dollars, hijacked an airplane to Seattle, jumped off the airplane without a parachute, and then no, no, with a parachute. Uh, with a parachute. Okay, let me You go ahead, get into it. Back in the 19, I think it was 50s, uh, airplane hijackings were pretty common because it was mostly just like Cuban nationals and such. So people would be like, oh, cool, we get to park the plane in Havana. They were relatively nonviolent. And so D.B. Cooper was a guy who boarded a flight, gave the uh, stewardess a note that said, I have a bomb. I need you to bring the plane down, land it. We're going to deboard everybody. I want this amount of money. I want some parachutes. We're going to take off again. So they, they allow him to have that. They get everybody off the plane, get the money on the plane, the parachutes and all that, and then fly. And then he jumped out of the plane with the money, with a parachute, and was never seen again. No traces of him or anything. A little bit of the money was found all battered and beaten on the ground in the area where he had jumped. But that's it. And so D.B. Cooper's like become a legendary folk hero. In He is a, an unsolved mystery that will remain unsolved forever. Okay. He successfully pulled off Loki, a hijacking, but who knows? There are obvious scenes. Yeah, one man heist. Yeah, one man heist. obvious scenes in the trailer where it's it's like very obvious that he's dressed as DB Cooper was dressed. You see him jump out of the plane in the trailer, so like that's definitely happening. Yeah, I'm and totally I'm, into that. I'm so happy with that. That's so good. This would be so cool. And Loki. Yeah. And Loki. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a, a there's a, a fun conspiracy theory that was half confirmed by the. Um, the creators of King of the Hill. Do you remember in King of the Hill the character of Dale Gribble? 
No, I only I only saw when it was on like syndication. I never like actually okay. watched that show. Well, Dale was the one who was like a, a conspiracy theorist, and everything was a conspiracy, and he was keyed into everything. With the joke being that his son is definitely not white, and his wife is definitely banging the Native American man who pretty much lives with them. And so he's like keyed into all of the things that no one can see but him, but he's clueless to the fact that his wife is cheating on him and that his son is not his son. That's like the big yeah. thing. But Dale Gribble on purpose was designed to look exactly like D.B. Cooper. And Mike Judge oh, confirmed that his, his animation was designed to look like him. And so it's just very funny that he plays this conspiracy theorist who might be the way he is because potentially he's the biggest conspiracy theory or, you know, like folktale yeah. crime of all time Man, that's a, i am um, they went deep with that one. Oh yeah i, uh, I mean it's only I, in so far as how he looks they just designed him to look like him right, right i bought the um the the domain not the zodiac killer so people would stop conspiracizing that i'm the zodiac killer i i don't think anyone was doing that uh there could have been someone out there saying like wow this dude the host of hot property i know he's a zodiac killer What's weird is I never thought that, but now that you've brought it up, I'm always going to think that. Okay, it's but Dan, check the, the domain. Background. I have it. I own it. I'm not the yeah, Zodiac Killer.com. Yeah, but I'm always going to be looking over my shoulder. But isn't that, isn't that something that, I feel like that's something the Zodiac Killer would do, to cover his tracks. That's true. No, that's He liked obvious. to gloat. That's why he's so famous. He loved sending. All right, you know what? Let's hear this. We're getting into true crime. This questions. is like sort of my, my wheelhouse. Joe, have but you listened to any of our episodes of the podcast? Have I what? Have you listened to any of the episodes of our podcast? Of course. I know you are That's telling me the truth. That's a fucking lie. So thank you. I appreciate that is a you telling bitch me the boy truth. Lie. Wait, before um, we leave DB Cooper, there was a documentary recently called The Mystery of DB Cooper, in which a bunch of people come forward with their theory of people who they know or related to that they claim are DB Cooper. Highly recommend. It's so fun. Highly recommend. I'll check it out. You should check it out. I think I you would enjoy it. I was on a documentary about I know the Zodiac Killer, and then you guys no, are no, there, no. and it's like, no, look, I got the domain name. Look, yeah, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. We all know this. We all know that. We're going to expose you, dude. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, stupid questions are populated by everyone's favorite website, Reddit.com, and we're just going to read them, and then we're going to answer them as we see fit. Um, so, Joe, since you're our guest, why don't you pick a number between three, four, five, six, uh, one, and six? Four. Good pick. Uh, who is uh, this? This one has the question and a little bit of the flavor text. So bear with me here. <laughs> if it's who is the Zodiac killer, I'm gonna <laughs> lose my mind because the answer is Steve. Uh, who is the singer that look that kind of looks like a vampire? I remember me and my friend listening to the singer slash band. The singer is male and always wears thick star shaped glasses and has really pointy teeth. He has Parkinson's disease. When he speaks, you can't understand a single word he says, but he can sing just as good as he could 50 years ago. He can drink as much beer as he wants without getting drunk. I have never heard of this. I I was going to say, like, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance till they said he that can sing as thought, good yeah. as he used to. But then he said the 50 years ago thing, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mick Jagger? Um, but he doesn't have there's only, teeth. Does he even have teeth anymore? There's only one comment here, and I want you guys to try to guess who it is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read some some uh, some flavor text here Some that um, is leading you this way. When he speaks, you can't understand a single word he says. 
I I just looked up singers with Parkinson's, and the only two that came up are Linda Ronstadt. I don't I don't not, think that's true. I think this guy is fabricating that part of it. And it's definitely not Neil Diamond. But when you think about the way this dude acts, it, if you weren't, if you didn't know he had Parkinson's disease, you might guess he had Parkinson's disease. Star-shaped glasses, and you can't understand a word he's saying. And that reeks of Ozzy Osbourne to me. Yes, that's a, yes, that's that's yeah. what the guess is. That's the guess on the table, and that's the answer that I that I prefer to pick. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could be a vampire. I mean, he's a prince of fucking darkness. But yeah, dude, you know, it's that's and anyone could do it. He could do it. At the end of the day, this is why I chose the this question because even though it doesn't give me a lot of legs for the podcast, I wanted Dan to do an Ozzy Osbourne impression. That's why I chose. <laughs> Shut it. On! That's the only one. Is he just <laughs> yells, Sharon. Man, that um, was that was an era. All right, Dan, uh, Joe, pick another one, one through five. Uh, two. All right, this is a good one. Is it, is, it good, is it good to hold your pee in to show your bladder who's in charge? I think that that's been scientifically proven to be not, you know, not advisable. Like, if you have to pee, you should pee. Jojo. I feel like sometimes your bladder is acting like a bitch boy, and you got to show him, you know, <laughs> who's boss around here. Here's the so my, Joe, my bladder Joe is, is actually. Joe is. I know the answer to this. Joe is actually scientifically correct. Your bladder starts letting you know when you have to pee only at twenty five percent capacity. So there is like uh, a way you could probably train your bladder to stop being a bitch boy, as Joe said, um, and you know, let you know late because like. I've also had moments where I'm like, I, there's, I'm in situations where I can't pee. And so I just like think about it. I'm like mentally kind of putting that in a drawer. I, don't, I guess yeah. that's probably stupid. Compart- but like, I, compartmentalization. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And well, like, I think it's like anything else it. where if you distract yourself yeah. from it, it's, it's, it's fine. Because I've been in that situation. To, to, too, a, point. Like, to a point. To a point. To but a point. it is damaging, I think, to, to hold beyond, you know, too far. And we live in a modern world. There's there's places to pee everywhere. And we all have also penises. Just, also, you can't, you can't shame anybody for anything these days. Just piss your pants. Piss your pants. Yeah. Well, my, right. my thing is I pee a lot. And so my bladder is in charge. You do pee I have, a lot. I have no interest in, in telling it who's in charge. I have relented authority to my bladder completely it's it, Joe, that back battle's when over. back when dan used to take me to his screeners that we would be able to go to in person because he always get a plus one for this shit yeah. uh we would we would go and i swear to god this one time this dude pissed three times during the trailers he's like i gotta make sure i don't want to piss during the movie <laughs> yeah because it's a mental thing it's a super Although, smart play and I, I really respect it dude the i worst... always have to pee before i go to bed yeah. like yes, even yeah. if i just peed 15 minutes ago but like wasn't really uh, kind of on the fence about going to sleep. I will like literally go to the bath. Like I'm like, okay, I decided to go to bed, but like just peed 15, 20 minutes ago. I will like still try to get whatever last bit, you know, oh, just yeah. so I don't wake yeah. up in the middle of the night. It's called a maintenance squeeze. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, dude. Because see, the uh, whole yes, movie the thing for squeeze. me is that I pee when I get to the theater and then we sit down, we get in our seats and we get comfy and I'll usually pee one more time before the movie during the trailers. And sometimes I'll even do it a third time because if I haven't peed, even if I don't have to pee, if midway through the movie I go, man, I didn't pee, which I might do because I'm a fucking neurotic, then I will suddenly have to pee and I can't focus on the movie. And I hate that (laughs) shit. 
But if I go, did I pee? And then I go, yeah, I peed four times. And I'm like, the fourth one, only dust came out. Then I know I don't have to pee and it's easy for me to ignore. And I made it all the way through Tenet. I made it all the way through the fucking Irishman um, without even thinking about pee because I went so many times beforehand. I, do you remember when we went to see the dollop and I was a little high on Adderall and Adderall yeah. really makes it. I must have peed a hundred times during that show. But man, oh man, um, did I laugh my tongue. Wait, Dan, speaking of going to see stuff together, I got to We I fucked up on our John Wick uh, uh, tradition because uh-huh. I was not around for John Wick three. But our Spider-Man tradition is still intact. And I oh, yeah. think we could still hit it this December. I believe that, well, I'll, I'll put it this yeah. way. If I get the screener for that, which I think I should be able to get, uh, you can be my plus one for sure. Let's do it, baby. All right. Uh, oh, picking yeah. number between one and four. Me? Um, let's do yeah. three. I, this is going to be an easy one, so just get ready to pick again. If my, crop, if my coworker is being a jerk, should I crop dust him while on break? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Don't be a bitch boy. Be a bitch boy. Crop dust that bitch boy. <laughs> I plan to ruin Bitch Boy entirely. I, I say yes, but I'm I'm really nervous that they would know it's me. Yeah, it is That's risky. The point. Because... They should know it's you. They're being a jerk. They gotta tell oh, you. Oh, you want them to know. Okay, then yeah, absolutely. No, I want them to suspect that it's me. Yeah, but they can. I don't want them to it. know. And well, that's the dangerous thing when you're crop dusting somebody, especially because you're in motion, the cheeks are moving. There's yeah. a very real chance that what you think might be silent is gonna is gonna announce itself. Uh, that's not that's, that's not why, exact science. So you have let's to be say careful. It's got to be worth it. If you're sitting in your chair, do a quick test run. Yeah, always. And then stand but up and crop dust the rest. Even the most thorough test blast cannot account for the movement of cheeks as you walk. You're not wrong. And if you're doing a if you're doing a, a crop dusting, you can't stop and then dust because then it's just a giveaway. You have to keep moving. And unless you're on a floor behind which you can hide the noise of a fart behind a squeaky shoe you have to be very careful this is a difficult thing but all things considered if you have a control of your farts the way that i do i say crop dust that motherfucker go for it it's a dangerous game it's a dangerous game and but honestly if, if can, they call you out and they go did you crop dust me I'd be like yeah because you're being a jerk and then you just boom. You and, then, and then you just rip one as you go you peel out as they say yeah dude what, what you need to happen is you need the fart to come out like D.B. Cooper from the airplane, just silent, yes. and then disappear immediately. And then it's gone. <laughs> and no, like, sure. little... You should have your exit planned out for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you want to you wanna see the, the fruits of your labor, but you also got to dip. No, Joe, you do not want to see the fruit. Because if that turns into a shit, you, then you see the fruits of your labor, and then you're fucked. <laughs> That's true. I just meant, yeah. you know, you, you, know, you want to crop dust and make sure, you know, you, you made contact with target yeah worst case scenario is that you do shit your pants and then you have to then you have to leave work early and now you're the social pariah of the workplace i mean if you are the hero or like you fucking farted on me and then everyone else in the office is like well you know he's gonna get an hr complaint but we all know who the real hero is in this situation he cropped us to that right it says here that you crop dusted uh mr jerky jerk yes that's true i'm sorry no 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 you're getting a promotion (laughs) Yeah, yeah listen we, we had a talk with the with the men upstairs all the suits yeah. in washington agree he was a jerk and jerks got to get crop dusted you've got upper management written all over you sir yeah um, if you do that you get plus 24 renegade points hell yeah like, we brought you in here because something smells and it's your all ambition right, Dan, between one and three uh let's do one 
Has anyone ever driven a submarine up a whale's asshole? I'm going to venture a guess and say no. But not for lack of trying. I just think that there's a size differential there that does not track. I also think whales are, are faster and they can like they can maneuver better than a submarine. But yes. now let's say that the three of us are in a submarine. We would get like dishonorably discharged because they're like, well, they were trying to drive themselves up a whale's asshole the entire time and not accomplishing their actual mission. I'd be like, but in our defense, sir, general, we only did it to explore whether or not from the inside our periscope could come out as blowhole. It was all in the name of science. Yeah. I have a theory. Let's yeah. hear it. One man did. Is it Geppetto? No. <laughs> Is it D.B. Cooper? It's D.B. fucking Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where he's been this whole fucking time, dude. He's just in there right hanging out with Pinocchio and Geppetto, right snacking on krill that made its way through. So in, in Joe's time. story, D.B. Cooper jumps out of the airplane because they were over the West Coast. So this kind yeah. of, we could, we could finagle this a bit. He flies in. There's nothing the to finagle. Ocean. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah. He fell into the ocean, afraid he was going to drown, stowed away upon a submarine that surfaced, figured, well, I've already hijacked no, I, one vehicle. I hijacked the skies. Let's hijack the seas. I venture to say no, I think that this was planned already, out. I think yeah, he already had a submarine with an open hatch waiting for him. And he, had, to go. he landed right into it as the parachute cut the cord. And then he just drove the submarine right into a whale's asshole and that's where he lives now with his twenty thousand dollars that he can't spend because there's no stores in a whale's asshole <laughs> just basically, say, basically, like, like geppetto and pinocchio run into him like what are you doing here he's like well the name's cooper db cooper long time ago i hijacked a plane and found my way into this whale here didn't figure upon there being no stores ain't nothing to eat but krill can't spend money in a, in a butthole you know like oh shit you really are a folk hero <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to if you want to get like i really, really thought fucking... they'd be an orange julius but all there is is these whale orchids what are you gonna do if you want to get really fucking dark about they this, only accept apple pay maybe geppetto <laughs> geppetto was selling pinocchio for the sum of twenty thousand dollars and db cooper has like a weird pedophile wood wood boy problem yeah he's a woodophile yeah he's a woodophile so he bought uh, yeah yeah this I'm got scared. really weird I'm no, scared. but you know the the real kinky person in this equation, it's the whale. Yeah, he's the mastermind behind it. Yeah, yeah he's just swimming whale, around like oh, whale. just get maybe the whale, maybe the whale around. maybe the whale charged him twenty thousand dollars to drive a submarine up his ass. He's like, yeah. you can do it, but it's going to cost you twenty twenty large. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I said twenty clam, twenty thousand clams. You brought money. There's obviously a misunderstanding here. I was speaking in nautical terms. I'm a whale. What did you think, Cooper? You're not thinking, Cooper. Um, no use Cooper. for this. Only clams. All right, Joe. Pick one or two. One. Is it normal to give your dick a name, and what do you call it? I don't think that's normal, and I don't call it anything. I, I call it my dick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think that's normal. I do think that it's probably more common than we're thinking of, but I think that yeah. we're all slightly, despite the fact that we just made a kinky whale bit last a couple of minutes, I think we're all beyond <laughs> the age 
where uh where naming your penis is a thing but i would like to follow up with a question what should we name our penises well can i read some of the comments yeah for so we don't we don't double up on these ideas because they're kind of like low-hanging fruit here like our our you know there you go like our excaliburs which is the uh the first one oh i I um my cash and prizes uh one name there's anna it's short for anaconda Ooh, not bad. Which means it's probably just short. Uh, the real question is, has any... Wait, oh, wait. And that's it, pretty much. Oh, Blitzkrieg is the other one. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think so... you can name your wiener, you're a bitch boy. And also, <laughs> if I had to name mine, I had no choice in the matter. I would name mine Thumbelina. Nice. Steve, we just lost your camera. Is it because you're pulling out your dick to name it? Yeah, I want to see what it looks like. Ah, fair enough. I'm going to call mine... Ooh, that's a really tough one. You know what? I'm going to call it Rod Serling after the famous Twilight Zone host, but also with the pun of Rod. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to that. Mine's because it's, it's real small. It's a little... I mean, generally, though, I like to call it the cash and prizes. Like, so that's just like a classic one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name mine Billy P. Williams. Hey, that is really great. Yeah. I'm going to name mine P.P. Cooper. (laughs) You know, you could also name it. Come on, Chewbacca. Come on, Chewbacca. (laughs) Come on, Hand. Um, Yeah. The Falcon. No, that's what my dick says. Come on, Hand. Come on, (laughs) Hand. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Our last question is, uh, speaking of masturbating, I see a lot of confetti on the ground. Does that mean a clown was masturbating here? I mean, potentially. Uh, but I, I would say it's more likely that there was a party. Now, if there was a clown at the party, that brings the numbers up a little bit. But the confetti and clowns are not mutually exclusive. It's... I disagree. Yeah? So you the say yes? Probably yes. Okay, fair enough. Well, it depends on like, like, is there confetti everywhere or is it a concentrated amount of confetti in a small area? Yeah, has it? Is it on the photograph of a small child? Then I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, that's probably wow, what happened. This is the, that's the second time wow. you brought up that, that weird shit. We're in the realm of clowns masturbating. I'm going to hold my Where scissors to make myself feel better. Gonna go? Where did you think this was going to go? I don't, you know, I, I don't know. But here's, you're both wrong anyway. <laughs> if, if there's confetti on the ground, there was a clown involved, okay? And he was yeah. trying to get a submarine out of his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, so the, the whole clown, so the whale the, whole the whale from the db cooper to, story to the whale yeah, he was like cooper listen i can't accept these clams is an anamorph and yeah. <laughs> exactly when, when he's not a whale he's a he, he moonlights as a clown wait i think you just solved the whole db cooper situation he's an anamorph yeah that's why Ooh. they couldn't find him because he was just like boom i'm a bear Ow. Oh my god. Now it backfired again because bears can't spend money. We all know this. <laughs> but you know, it was it was what he went for. It was Every... although if I was if I was an anamorph and I wanted to hijack a plane, you become a bear on the plane. The plane hijacks itself. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. But I do like, but maybe he was trying to keep it a secret so that he needed 20 grand. So that every like I imagine like break at the end of breaking bad when like uh Brian Cranston was like going into town every so often just for supplies. DB Cooper turns back into a human, goes and spends like two thousand dollars on honey at a time, 
comes back. Damn you, dude! That was I was gonna go there. <laughs> so his name is DP Cooper. He's like, he just wants another best. smackerel of honey, dude. Yeah, yeah. he wants a smackerel. DP Cooper. That was there's there's a there's a quick like they like. They make these like quick D and D games you can play like one offs like you can play in like a matter of like an hour or two and one of them is called Honey Heist and I think it's inspired by DB Cooper stealing 20, 20 grand to buy himself all the honey he wants while D. B. there's Cooper a whale. Cooper is actually working for Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Oh yeah, DB Cooper, A A Milne. Uh, I was just I was R L Stein. I already said it twice, so I, I, I don't want to lean on the joke of D.B. Pooh Bear, but I was also thinking of Bumblebee Cooper. I don't know which one to go with in terms of the honey mm. joke, but I guess I'm just going to go with neither. I think I like Bumblebee Cooper. Bumblebee Cooper's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Although that, that also might suggest that it has nothing to do with honey, and he's just able to become a car. Anyway, I, I'm look, I need to look something up real quick. We... We need to end though in a minute. I'm gonna edit this part out. Um, Don't do fuck. it. Leave it in. Leave it in. I feel like I have to. Sure. While you're doing this, I feel like I have to defend my podcast. Uh, yes. Transgressions. So when we were growing up, I feel like the podcasting thing like became a thing, you know. And at first, I was like. Uh, you know like fuck that you know and then um i think i just never bothered to listen to one and i just like thought whoever had a podcast was just like pretentious and kind of like had a podcast i know that's not true um yeah i get what you're saying though because i went through that too and i feel like now there are a lot of different awesome like really kick-ass like different podcast things that i probably would totally be interested in and like would listen to, um, and I just don't. So you guys really, you know, you're doing me a favor here. You're bringing me into this world, and perhaps uh, I will. You you're know, pretty good at it, man. I, I, you could certainly listen to a few. Certainly come back and run your chops on our show. Oh, dude, I would I love would, to do that. Well, yeah, come back anytime. Sure. Um, so. I was looking up to see if uh, what Bradley Cooper's father's name was, thinking that he might have been D.B. Cooper. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's Charles it? Cooper. It's Charles oh, Cooper. okay. Uh, yeah, that's his, that's his great-grandfather. Yeah. I He's couldn't find initial, any information right his great-grandfather. Um, anyway, let's, Wait, let's what start about doing Mr. our plugs. Cooper? Is Mr. Cooper who we can hang with? Oh, Is hang he related? Mr. Cooper? Shit. Oh, that's, just, that's just... What was that guy's name? Um... Sinbad. No, it wasn't Sinbad. It was um he actually also is featured on the track um Mark Curry. Go with nowhere. We ain't he's featured on that track. Mark Curry, yeah. So he's not Mr. Cooper. Yeah. That would be great if the last episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, it just turned out that their gym teacher was a a former hijacker who somehow changed his race. And became a, a <laughs> gym teacher at a school that had wisdom for for preteens to grow from. Uh, only after school, though. All right, Dan, do your plugs. Okay, so you can uh, check out my other show. I like to movie movie. Um, you can check out uh, us here at Hot Property. You can check out moviejohn.com, findy.com, and uh, I think that's it for me right now. 
uh, follow my dog at BB Anderson the Corgi. And um, on a personal note, always wear a bike helmet. Jojo, I, I have no plugs. Okay, I have I have no plugs. And on a personal note, I have a tiny wiener. All right. Well, that's hot property. And as always, it's, it's got to be good. Be good. Oh, got to be live. live. <laughs> oh, you know what? We should have done this. Got to be bitch. It's got to be boy. But we'll do it next time. I mean, if oh, this is still recording, one. I think that that can Let's just do it. Let's do it right All now. Right, ready? Yeah. That's All big hot property. Words. And as always, it's, it's got, got to, to be, be bitch. bitch. And, and it's, it's got, got to be to boy. Be boy. <laughs> <laughs>